0: Welcome back to the Rooted In podcast. This is episode two with Ashley Ayala and we're going to be diving into the making of Market in the Alley. Ashley, we're extremely excited to have you here on the podcast today. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So Ash, uh, to get things started, give us a little intro. Where are you from, your background, your creative journey here?
1: Yeah, Who are so, you? So um, I'm originally from Las Vegas. Yes. And um, I'm 30 years old. So I was here until I was 22, went to college at UNLV, um, and then ended up moving to California until I was about 26 um, and just worked up there as an art director at a camp for special needs adults um, and then did some in-home respite care and have just kind of always used my passion for social good and social work um, in combination with just doing creative projects. So that's kind of my background. Um, And then when I moved back to Las Vegas from California in 2015, I started my own brand called Sister House Collective, uh, which was all about bringing ethical um, and fair trade goods to the Las Vegas market um, and working with local artists and artisans to um, get more, you know, attention to what they were doing and bringing makers and creatives together, um, a space to Skillshare and, you know, created a space to teach workshops. And that's how I got connected with Ferguson's. Um, when I had my store, um, I also had a baby <laughs> in the same year. So, um, I closed down the store after about 10 months of being open and just went freelance doing consulting for brands. Um, really trying to help them bring on more ethical retail. So using that merchandising and retail experience and my passion for fair and ethical trade into other people's businesses. Um, And that's how I got started working with Market. I curated a market with you, Kelly Bennett. Yes, that was so much fun. (laughs) Uh, Market in the Alley. And What year was that? March. It was like two years ago now. Twenty. 16 or 17 17 I think think. yeah Yeah. and yeah so we did that and it was a hit and then we just kind of stayed in touch with Jen who co-founded the Ferguson's project and then uh just over a year ago started curating with you (laughs) I love it I love it and now you're the leader yeah leading curation
0: so That's such a cool story and I know personally like I found you on Instagram because I never saw anyone locally really connecting the dots about like social good and impact brands bringing that to Las Vegas you were the first person that I saw really connecting those dots so thank you for doing that
1: well thanks for finding me
0: you're welcome (laughs) I found you and I reached out I was like you have to be my friend you have to come for coffee and really we've been working on projects ever since which is so cool um Ava has our first question. We want to know behind the scenes.
2: Yeah, so being the curator of Market in the Alley, kind of give us an insight to what your day-to-day looks like.
1: So it's funny because I think when I came on for the, the position, I was like, oh, cool. I get to like work with creatives and it's a lot of like doing, which it is. Um, which is the most fun part for me, but it is a lot of admin work. So actually my day-to-day is a lot of on the computer, processing applications, sending invoices, working on a map, sketching it out with scribbles on paper, (laughs) you know, 10 different times, and then digitizing that, working through Photoshop to make these maps, um, communicating to our production staff of, you know, where to drop Couches during the market. Um, Since we started doing two day markets last October, that has changed a lot of the process as well because we're doing what we call a flip. So we Mm -hmm. do Saturday night markets and then Sunday afternoon markets. So usually at 11 ish p.m. on that Saturday night after the market, which we're usually there for, you know, 12 to 14 hours. (laughs) Then we're moving furniture, putting up new signs, and preparing for the next day. Um, So Every day is different. I'd say, you know, Monday through Thursday is when I'm in the office working on market. And those are mostly admin days on the computer. And then there's little bits of creative stuff sprinkled throughout, which is fun, you know, designing. And we're going to definitely dive into that more. Oh, yeah. Too.
0: Yeah. And I
2: think it is really cool. Uh, you are boots on the ground during market the entire time, helping set up, helping production team, which I think is really cool. So not only are you kind of putting the pieces together in the office, you're doing Come it in it real life. Yeah, you're there. <laughs> oh, you're yes. Yeah,
1: and that's something to, to mention. I think when I came on, I realized that because it was Jen and Nicole who had originally started the market in, mm-hmm. what was that, 2016? I think yeah, so, I yeah. I so, Almost. yeah. So, and they, you know, I was one of the first vendors at the f- first market. I think there was only like maybe 10 of us or 12 of us. Yeah. Um, and I was seven months pregnant. <laughs> And in the heat, <laughs> in the alley. So I just have that memory of Jen and Nicole, though, getting really down and dirty to, like, get canvas, you know, awnings hung up, and it was just very – I remember
0: Nicole, like, scaling the
1: wall hanging yes. hang up the canvas. And yeah, and just other, sweating. We're like, wow, yeah, these women and are badass. Like, they're <laughs> – Yeah, but knowing that, it. like, they're doing the planning, but then they're also – They were doing totally. all the production at that time. So I think that's always stuck out to me as being something that's really important that the person planning the event has to be there to make sure that it's going according to plan Mm -hmm. and also be kind of front of house if something goes awry and so for market, if a vendor needs something, I always tell them like find someone and then they will get me so that you're always dealing with the same person and we're building that relationship of trust between the vendors and myself and our team. Totally. Um, but so they know they can always come to me with an issue or if there is a problem, just having, you know, keeping communication open, so.
0: I love that. And speaking of which, what type of brands, makers, creatives are you really seeking to bring into market in the
1: alley this year? Um, so this year we just did... It's not, It's kind of like a a brand revitalization, if you will. Love that. Okay. <laughs> not really a rebrand, a revitalization, but we're really looking at how... Stepping it up. Yeah, how to bring that more elevated experience, continue bringing it to Vegas. Because I think that's what Market in the Alley has been known for since it started, was this really unique setting. We're in the middle of a super urban environment in an old alley that doesn't yeah. get used, you know covered in murals with turf everywhere and bright umbrellas. So we've really created this super unique space. There's nothing like it in Vegas. It's so cool. Yeah, and it's all local run, which is also unique to Vegas. Um, It's all of our local businesses that are popping up there. Um, Ferguson's is, you know, just such a unique place in general and especially now having the front open has been so cool Mm -hmm. but watching the culture grow you know starting as a vendor almost three years ago and then now having run it for a little over a year seeing that shift of you know just the creative culture as a whole build has been really cool so i do like i'm always looking for and i feel like people come out of the woodwork which is amazing yeah but Quality, like high-quality products, attention to detail, how people are making it. What mm-hmm. we're really focusing on this year is learning how people are making or curating their products and sharing that process. So I know totally, our and lovely we have, yeah, marketing we
2: have, team here. Yeah. Yes, we have
0: some uh, maker takeovers happening right now. You can follow at Market in the Alley on Instagram. We're going to also be sending it out in our email blast, but you could see the process of our local creative community because these people are spending so much time handmaking or curating, like personally selecting the items that you see at market and just really celebrating that and celebrating them because it's still a growing culture, maybe if you'd say, here in Las Vegas. So other bigger markets, this is very much what's already happening, but here it's really cool to see that being cultivated and growing and being that we're celebrating it too.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that a lot of people sometimes apply to market and they've been doing big things online for years and years and years, but they've never done any local shows because they just haven't, you know, financially needed to or didn't want to do the process of going, you know, farmer's market or, you know, a different route. So it's kind of fun for us to find those people and then say like, this is more of an experience than just popping up and making money for what you're making like or curating. We want to really highlight you, share about you. Our marketing totally. team is going to you know, do their best to share about what you're up to and your process and really, really just enriching the culture as a whole. Um, so yes. that's... Really cool and quick see. shout
0: out if you want to apply to market in the alley you could go to fergusons downtown.com click on events click on market in the alley scroll through that page and you have all the new brand guidelines once you read through the brand guidelines it will lead you to the application yep so shout out to that because that was a big project to get done awesome job ashley and ava to make that happen <laughs> thank <laughs> you know. um okay so next question is
2: yeah, so I know in our Market in the Alley meeting uh, the other day, we were talking about all the new features, some new things yes. coming this month, so do you want to give us a little insight to what that's? Yeah, are?
1: so some details are still in the works, but um, I am working with Kathy Brooks, who's a founder of Hydrant Club downtown, which Love is a Hydrant really Club. cool um, resource for the community who owns dogs, which is a lot of people downtown, um, and so... She is going to be hosting and co-sponsoring a dog lounge that's happening at market. I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. So for that. many dogs come to market. I think yeah. we had over a
0: hundred dogs come to market in the alley last month.
1: So we had okay. So I we always track. So that's a fun fact too for anyone yes. listening. We count how many people come into market. And how many dogs come into market? <laughs> I love it. So last month in January, on Saturday, we had 14 dogs. And on Sunday, we had 70 dogs. Wow. And so a pig in a stroller. Yes. And a cat and a like a baby carrier <laughs> that someone was
2: carrying. So it's really fun. I love it.
1: And then there was a
0: rabbit the month before. Yeah. Someone had a rabbit.
2: A so famous rabbit influencer. Yes. Oh yes. influencer rabbit.
1: Yeah.
0: So really all <laughs> is welcome.
1: Yeah. So the dog lounge was fun. Last month we launched the bike valet. Yeah. So I really wanna push that. Sustainability is something that's really, really important to me. So teaching And not even really teaching, just showcasing that like we are tuning into that as well. Absolutely. And so for the people who are bike riders or don't own a car, but try to bike everywhere that they need to go downtown, we're really encouraging them to do that. Um, And then to carpool as well if you're driving. But if Mm -hmm. you bring your bike, we will store it for you for free. And I'm working on securing someone who will want to come and maybe do like quick fixes Um, so that's where I'm at there. I
0: love that. That's so cool. Oh, is, and then also for the kids, right? Oh, yes.
1: So stroller parking. Yes. That's so cute. (laughs) When we did the, uh, bike valet last month, I realized, oh, I'm a mom. And when I bring my giant stroller to a market, I don't always want to push it through the entire venue. Right. So really, uh, people can park their strollers up where the bike valet is too. And we'll watch that for them also. So cool.
0: So bring the babies, bring the dogs, bring the fam, your friends. Love it. Something you touched upon that I want to dive deeper because I know it's such a big passion of yours and it's a really big initiative overall at Ferguson's that we're working through this year is sustainability. So can you give us some really simple, practical things that Market in the Alley is doing to really move the needle forward on sustainability?
1: Yeah. So my goal is to have a new sustainability initiative every month which has been actually more difficult than I thought it would be. (laughs) Just because there are all these little ways we can become more sustainable. Even myself, who I personally feel like I'm a pretty eco-friendly person, there's always room for improvement. So that's kind of uh, what I'm working for is just moving through the basics right now for market. So last year, what we started toward the end of the year was our stainless steel cup initiative. Love. So working with vendors who are offering beverages to offer 20% off to any market attendee who comes to their booth with a stainless steel cup, offering 20% off as an incentive for them to bring the cup each time. And our goal really with that is to reduce single-use plastics. Um, We also, yeah, the bike valet was one of those things. One of our uh, vendors, Me Mother Earth, she started collecting cardboard boxes so if people that launched last month, right? Yeah, that launched cool. launched last month as well, um, and and that was pretty cool because yeah, we all order things on Amazon or you know here and there, and then what happens with that cord- cardboard? So what they're doing is they're just encouraging people to bring their cardboard boxes of any size. They'll collect them each month, and they'll use them for their shipping needs. I love that. Yeah, which is a cool also you know, kind of that grassroots community driven idea of that we can sustain the people and the businesses in our community all on our own.
0: Totally. So. And speaking of cups, so we have two different experiences that you can have some cocktails to at Market in the Alley. So one is excuse and Watts, our speakeasy with corner bar, which is super fun. Do you know any menu items that will be? This Ooh, month?
1: So I am submitting my requests <laughs> today. <laughs> Um, but last month we did the fuzzy navel on Sunday. That was a big hit, which was a hit. We sold out of that one. So definitely, we're focusing on doing more kind of brunch menu drinks cocktails Sunday. on Sundays. Um, and then Caesar, who is great, he works at Commonwealth. He's our um, mixologist that does all of our drinks, and he comes up with the menu that week and he always has four different cocktails so two for Saturday night and two for Sunday so I will we'll be talking have that, to him yeah, yeah we'll have
0: that menu we'll share it on Market in the Alley and what's really cool too is our neighbors at Bunkhouse if you go in there with your cup you also get 20% off right yes uh-huh they which honor is super that as cool well.
1: mm-hmm. I love it it's one big And happy even non-alcoholic family. beverages. So when okay, Car cool. Bar is there, she does um, really beautiful craft mocktails. Yes. She honors the discount. Any of our food vendors, that's part of the brand guidelines now too, is that anybody coming in as a new beverage vendor uh, agrees to honor the discount.
2: I love so that. So we really
1: want to, you know, provide that for the community and then also educate a lot of our vendors, you know, if we're of able to get more people to use this cup – saves their costs you know so everybody so far has been more than willing to and if someone doesn't
0: have the cup yet they can get it at market in the
1: alley right in the front merch mm -hmm. booth up front we have our merch booth we have plenty of these beautiful cups with our logo on them they're so cute yeah they'll last forever so
2: I love it I did want to ask you (laughs) where do you see market or your vision for market at the end of 2020 or what are your biggest goals so, ooh, at the end of the year, I would love to see us as a zero-waste
1: event. Ooh, that's a great which goal. Which is really scary to say. But, like, I know we can do it. We have such a cool community down here. It's just finding the right people in town to take part in market, help with. The biggest thing would be composting at market, Um. But I know a handful of people that are, are interested in it. So it's just finding the time, finding the resources, and making sure we can get that done. Uh, another one of my goals is that we could be doing – I don't even know if I can say it on here um, – A bigger collaborative market. Oh yeah, we'll see it like that. We'll tease it like that. Yeah. A bigger collaborative market with some other market curators on the West Coast. So that's something that's in the works. That That will be. Are trying to bring to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a. Is a big old collaboration um, with some other curators and bringing people from out of town. And just doing a very cool concept. So that's all well, I think I can West say. West Coast
0: creatives. Yes. Also too, just hitting it back to sustainability. Market in the Alley is now meat-free. So yes. I love sharing about that just personally as a vegan and I think more and more people who are seeking to eat healthy in 2020 eat more plant based It make Market in the Alley makes it really fun and easy to be social, to have some cocktails or mocktails with your friends and family to be able to eat and find really good food, to shop, to hang out. Um, I think that's such a cool part of Market in the Alley because it's like so normalized and sharing of the why because if few people when we made the change they were like where's all the meat and I was like well it's part of our sustainability and going meat free for the environment and so many people were like wow that's so cool yeah I'm in what do you have you know so I think that's a really cool part Mm -hmm. of what you're working on and also the education of the why and how open our community is to all these shifts it's really yeah I feel like we're
1: really lucky in a way that the community is super receptive and they aren't in a way, saying, oh, well, you know, why are you doing it this mm-hmm. way? They are genuinely curious. Oh, well, why would you do it that way? Oh, yeah. that's so cool. And they're jumping on board and, you know. Fido's always has a line. Yes. They are killing it. Oh they my sell gosh. out every time. Yeah, and and some of the vegan food, the pop-ups that we have in Vegas are insane. The food is amazing. So mm-hmm. it's really cool because a lot of these places, it might be their only pop-up of the month and they totally. wait for market. or they have a following and they bring their cool following to yeah. market. So. And
0: some of the food vendors too have been popping up in the yard and we've been able to use them for other events. So it's just a good way too to get your business out there. Absolutely. Cool. So for this weekend's Market in the Alley, what are some cool things that people can discover? It maybe some products or um, any like sneak peeks of
1: things that are going to be? Well, we have some cool new vendors. Um, Yay, tell us. So, well, and another thing that I didn't mention earlier, which is will be a new thing from now on. I think for the rest of the year, we're going to see how it goes um, for the next probably two months. But we have started like a mini market in the alley with our kid vendors. So it's across the street. (laughs) Yeah. So it's in the Ferguson's yard on the patio above mothership. So it's the rooftop. It is the rooftop, Mm -hmm. yeah. And the kids, the kidpreneurs is what we call them. They can see (laughs) the live music on the stage, which is great for them. They're close to Future Makers, uh, Mm -hmm. brick and mortar, so they can go take workshops. They can teach workshops. They have access to the space. So Melissa Flaxman, who founded Future Makers um, and almost fully runs it on her own, is um, kind of creating this program for kidpreneurs, bringing entrepreneurs from the community in to teach different entrepreneurial skills. Yes. So all of the kidpreneurs, when they apply, are familiar with Melissa, they feel comfortable with her. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of, um, you know, just decided it's best, we think, to have the kids on the rooftop where they can be close to Melissa, have her as a resource, help her with her workshops be able to take her workshops, and it creates this whole mini kidpreneur market, which is adorable. I and love the Girl it. Scouts will be there this time. Selling their <laughs> cookies? I know. And when I was talking to him, I was like, oh, you know, are they cash only? She said, no, they take card. And I was like, okay, well, good. Cute. <laughs> so they will probably get a lot of business, and ben that's men's. a driver as well. And that's something, too, that as a community – I know we want to do anyway is bring other community organizations in. Totally. When we do impact stations at market. Same thing. We really want to support local organizations that are doing good things. And Love so that. having the Girl Scouts here is a way we can do that. And hey, I mean, it's beneficial for me buying the cookies. So. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Absolutely. And we have
0: vendors who are selling jewelry, minimal uh, waste, home goods, clothing
1: what else yes, there's a new gluten-free uh bakery that is popping Ooh. up that i'm very excited about it's called so needy bread I Co. In Instagram stalking yes English. yes um very excited about that i'm dying to try the bread so i love
0: it so you could really do your shopping you could find cool gifts um some really delicious items too so
1: you could find so many cool things Mm -hmm. so definitely
0: bring your tote bags because you're going to be filling up
1: (laughs) yeah tote bags bring your stainless steel cup if you have it yes yeah I love it
0: so the next question is
2: yeah so being a local creative and someone who had a small store in downtown what are your best tips for someone maybe just starting out or someone who's at market for merchandising or what would be your tips for just starting out as like a small business?
1: Um, my tips are always just take a lot of notes of things that you're seeing that you're inspired by mm-hmm. and then start to dissect those notes. Hire a coach if you can or get a friend who is also either a couple steps ahead of you or kind of right in those beginning stages with you that can walk through that process with you because being an entrepreneur, especially a creative entrepreneur, (laughs) can be really tough and can feel really discouraging at times. So my thing that I always tell people is really identify what's inspiring you, what it is about that that's inspiring you, um, and then find people that can walk through that process with you.
0: I love that. That's great advice. And as far as like merchandising their tables, do you have any
1: advice of like setting up their products or like the look and vibe of it? Yeah. So something really fun that's part of the brand guidelines that I was working on that are now on the site is you can click on in there. It's, uh, there's a part about what we're looking for with merchandising and you can actually click the link and it will take you to a Pinterest board that I made that's got like a hundred different pins or something. And it's, mostly right now visuals on kind of the brand aesthetic that we're wanting our vendors to have. Um, but it also has some articles and things in there about merchandising. Um, so some things off the top of my head that I notice at markets is when people are standing and not sitting. Yes. That helps a lot. Huge. Um, if you are sitting, if you're working on your craft, so let's say you sell – jewelry mm-hmm. and you are sitting on a high stool so it looks like you're standing or you know you're higher up to eye level with your customers and you're actually working on your craft people love that they love walking up and seeing yeah what you're making what your process is it makes you more approachable another thing would be vertically displaying if possible so the more The higher up you can get things to people's eye level, the easier it is for them to see it, have it catch their eye, and there's more incentive for them to come closer and look because they don't have to do as much bending down or squinting their eyes, uh, good lighting. So on our, actually I don't know if it's on our brand guidelines, I'll have to add it. In our um, logistics packet that our vendors get, it talks a little bit about lighting throughout our venue because we're a pop-up venue in the alley. Um, And there's a light that we suggest that a vendor actually gave us um, the information about it. And now I share it with all the vendors. That's awesome. But it's a magnetic LED light that you can get at like Lowe's. And it's around $20. So it's a reasonable price point, but it's super, super bright. So that's something too, especially if you're jewelry. or Especially if
0: you're doing the night market. Yeah, during
1: a night market, if you want some extra light or you have like a kind of flat display, really lighting it up will help uh, people see it and be more inclined to walk over and touch things, um, ask questions. I love it. And also,
0: too, something that just being with Market in the Alley and also from your shop of always having something different, like having some Mm -hmm. sort of new product or new feature um, to showcase at Market in the Alley, I think that... When people do that on a consistent basis, it always becomes
1: like a driver yeah. to your booth. Yeah. And even, it doesn't even have to be anything crazy of, you know, new seasonal this, that, and everything. It's just if you're keeping things fresh and you're evolving yes. as a brand or like a new style or. Yeah, absolutely. Like that. And sharing on Instagram is so powerful. That's something as a collaborative totally. community, I think all of us too, just personally in our own lives, are all about just sharing what you're up to you don't know how far that reaches, right? So there's no harm in sharing, you know, oh, I'm going to be at market this month and this is the new thing that I'm bringing and tagging other, you know, market friends that you've made as a vendor.
0: And so many people have made friends, Mm -hmm. right? It's so cool. And then so many of our neighbors here at Ferguson's on the city block now carry Market in the Alley vendors, Mm -hmm. which is so cool. So it really helps cultivate everything. Absolutely. Cool. Cool. So
1: give the people when can they come to Market in the Alley? Ooh, so our next market is February fifteenth, six to ten PM and the sixteenth, noon to four PM. So nine. And when market they're listening to it, it's this weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: I love it. And they could follow at Market in the Alley on Instagram and Facebook. They could go to Fergusonsdowntown.com under events, Market in the Alley for more
1: information. And where can people find you Ashley ooh so my personal Instagram is get.ethical and yeah I'll be sharing on there all about eco living I'm a mom so share a lot of photos of my daughter yes Ashley is goals (laughs) for our Um, personal blog and then a lot of behind the scenes on working on market my daughter is two and a half and she does come to work with me sometimes and it's pretty funny because super cute for her work is in the alley so when she's playing pretend she's going to work in the alley mom so it's (laughs) pretty cute cute.
2: and then uh ava wrapping things up here So make sure to subscribe and share Uh, our Instagram is rooted in podcast on Instagram. You can find us on the Ferguson's downtown blog and we are now officially on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, So we'll be dropping those places. Yeah. So stay tuned. A lot of exciting things to come. We'll have Sonia Barcelona, who is a local musician on our next episode and we can't wait.
0: Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.